Hello and welcome to the Pixel Swim Podcast, episode 34. This is the podcast where I take a dive into my personal journey through design and technology and where they meet, plus other little tidbits I find interesting. My name is Steve Heinrich, the host. This episode's being recorded on Wednesday, September 12th, and will be released on Thursday, September 13th, 2018. So visit pixelswim.com for all the show notes and social links uh, if you want to follow along. Or I, you know, I put all the show notes or, or should be in your podcast app too. So if you just maybe swipe to the right or something like that in your podcast app, you'll see all the show notes. So you can easily follow along there too. But uh, yeah, pixelswim.com also if you want a more traditional web view of all of the show notes. So uh, they should all show up though, I believe, in, in your podcast app. Uh, if, if your app supports that kind of thing, basic HTML, because usually it's just headings and links. That's all I usually add in there. So there's nothing too complicated, no images or anything like that. So check that out online if you so dare or wish. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we'll go into the weekly notes, feedback and links this week. Uh, like I usually do, I start off with these. So I just wanted to talk about my continued cloud adventures so this won't be a so this won't be necessarily a main part of the show like it has been in the past few episodes but i just wanted to give an update of kind of where i'm at with my getting away from third party services or companies for certain services on my mobile device like calendar and contacts and photo backup and documents and notes and all that stuff that you know Google and Microsoft and other companies provide a cloud solution to all of those things. So I was talking a little bit last week about trying to kind of find a balance because I didn't want to give up Google all the way. So I still wanted to use uh, I didn't want to basically I didn't I wasn't looking I'm not looking to delete my Google account necessarily. I think I just kind of want to move certain services away from Google that I mean, the thing is, is they've already, you know, they've already got all my data, you know, so as far as my contacts and my calendar and stuff like that, but uh, kind of a moving forward, I would, you know, prefer to kind of take my stuff and put it in my own little personal cloud. And I talked about setting up a next cloud account or not account, but installing Nextcloud on my shared hosting server and using that. It's been going really well so far. So it's been difficult to make the complete or flip the switch and and use just Nextcloud for all that stuff yet. But I'm still working on doing that. But with that said, like I said, I was trying to find a balance between keeping my Google account and you know moving those things away so what i did this week is on my moto g third gen which has kind of been my test device for an android phone without google uh, in the past few weeks i've had just uh, a stock install of lineage os on it which you can install it separate without any google apps on it so like nothing (laughs) so you can you set up your own app store and stuff like that or not your own app store, but you can install other app stores to install apps because it doesn't come with the Google Play Store or any Google services. But this week I did decide to, because I'm trying to strike that balance, I decided to test out installing the minimum amount of Google apps that I possibly could. <laughs> and so if you've ever installed Lineage, you'll know that you install the Google apps separate. And these days you can very easily go to 
a website called opengapps.org and essentially select the Google Apps package that you would want. And so, or I should say varying levels of Google's apps and services that you can install on your over or with your Lineage OS install. So with that said, I decided to download and install the Pico version of the OpenG apps. And so this is the smallest package, or I should say collection of Google's services and base codes and, and different things to get Google running on your Android device. So essentially the Pico package, and I'll read their description of what it is. It says this package is, is designed for users who want the absolute minimum G apps installation available. In this package, you will find the core Google system base, Google Android shared services, Google Play Store, Google Calendar Sync, Dialer Framework, and the following Play Store applications. And it, the two applications are Google Package Installer, which replaces the, the Android open source project package installer, and Google Play Services. So essentially, what you're getting is some sync uh, stuff to help you sync your account. Your, essentially, after you install this package, basically, it's a zip file. And if your device, if you still have twerp or TWRP installed as the recovery on your device, you can use this zip package, go into that twerp recovery and flash this tiny package of Google services and it'll install them on your device on top of Lineage OS. And so basically what it does is it gives you access to adding a Google account to your device and then it lets you sign up like every Android phone with Google as that you've probably come across, you know, essentially that setup at the beginning when you first boot up your your new device, your new Android device, it's that setup screen. And so essentially it kind of goes through just the Google sign in part of that. So you can add an account on your device, a Google account on your device and sign in and be able to sync your calendar and contacts and also have the Google Play Store on there. So this is kind of what I was looking for. Essentially, I wanted to get the Google Play Store back. And I realize right now that I'm, I've talked way more at length of this than I thought I was going to giving an update, but it doesn't matter either way. So I wanted the Google Play Store back because there are certain apps that I want to install. So this is about striking the balance. And so the balance is that I don't have G you don't have to have Gmail on there. You don't have to have any of the other Google apps on there. And so essentially you can I can I have the device as it was before, but now I have the the Google or the the Play Store. So I can install and uninstall apps from there at, at like I normally would without having any of the other Google stuff on my device. So it's actually it's it's nice because I do have a Pandora subscription. So I didn't want that to kind of go by the wayside because I realized there's no good way to get Pandora onto the device by sideloading. The Pandora subscription runs. It seems like it you won't be able to sign into any sort of Pandora APK with your paid Pandora account unless you have the Google services and app store 
on there because the subscription is managed through the Play Store. And now I did come across APKs out there for Pandora that were hacked versions of of the Pandora service, uh, essentially promising, you know, a full full on Pandora subscription, Max Pro or whatever, uh, where you can get the uh, expensive plan for Pandora for not, you know, for nothing that this APK is hacked and will access all of everything on Pandora. And you won't, you know, you don't have to pay anything for it. So right out front, that's super shady. (laughs) And I would not install any of those apps if you come across them. Uh, One, because, you know, you're kind of stealing from Pandora. And also because there's more than likely some sort of shady code on there. Because I couldn't find any sort of official website, non-shady website or non-shady download of these APKs. So I wanted my Pandora subscription back. So I put you know that's part of why i wanted the play store back and you know there's a few other apps that i just you know i used and so they put the minimum amount of google on there to get that that functionality back and now i have some apps on there that i couldn't get before so with all that said i actually did get my moto moto (laughs) got moto on the brain anyway and it's funny because I actually got the LG G6 in this week. Uh, and there's a Moto G6. I think maybe so many lettering and numbering schemes that are similar out there. But either way, I got my LG G6 in. So and I just wanted to give my first impressions of that so far. So the version I got is the T-Mobile version here in the U.S. It's H872 is the model number of the LG G6 that I got. And a lot of times I'll look for a T-Mobile version or of a device because I know it will support all of the LTE bands that I need here in the U.S. because I'm on Mint Mobile. It was Mint Sim, but they renamed to Mint Mobile. Either way, they run on T-Mobile's network and off their LTE and all that. So I, when I look for a device, I look for, I'll look at T-Mobile devices a little closer, you know, just to to make sure that I get all the the supported bands for my service. So and the version I got actually is not GSM unlocked. And so generally, even if I get a T-Mobile device, I'll look and try and see if it's unlocked for other GSM carriers, because technically in Mint Mobile's support section or in their terms and conditions or whatever you want to call it, they say that you need a a GSM unlocked device to work on their service. And so even though they're on T-Mobile, technically it's not supposed, well, technically they say it, it's not supposed to, supposed to work on their network. So the, I got, what I did was, is I had planned, I got this LG G6, I got the, the black version. And I, it, like I said, it wasn't unlocked. It's just a T-Mobile version locked to T-Mobile. And so I was going to try my SIM card. And if it didn't work, I was going to find an unlock code or a way to unlock it. And I got it in locked to T-Mobile. And I put my Mint Mobile SIM in it. And I was able to enter my APN settings because it's an MBNO. So it needs, you know, you need to change the APN settings to match uh, Mint Mobile, what Mint Mobile requires. 
Uh, so I was able to do that, save it, select it, and everything works <laughs> as it should. So I've been using the phone for for about five days. And so I haven't had uh, any issues with the data or any of the messaging or voicemail or anything like that. It's working fully. So I think that it's kind of uh, maybe not quite accurate that the device needs to be unlocked, network unlocked to work on Mint Mobile is if it's a T-Mobile device. This is the first time that I am doing this, uh, aside from when I had a Alcatel Idol 4S with Windows, uh, not the one I currently have. I bought a T-Mobile version of it, but that one had a software issue where I couldn't put in APN settings. Uh, so that was that was a whole nother story. But anyway, so I've got this LG G6 in and I just wanted to give my first impressions of it. This is, I won't I can't say it's like a full review at this point. It's only been five days. So and let's just say that the <laughs> idea you know, from for somebody who loves battery life, I or good battery life, not just battery life, any battery. Oh, I love bad battery life. Anyway, uh, for somebody who likes and loves good battery life, this is an adjustment. I will say that I have had a couple of freak out moments <laughs> with the LG G6 so far because of yeah, I'm just generally I'm not used to the kind of battery drain that I see on this device. So there was a bunch of and and like I said, I had a bunch of freak out moments. Oh, my God, I'm going to sell this or return it or whatever because of the battery life. But when I initially got it and I was trying to just keep myself calm is there was a bunch of updates for the device. So it started out on Android Nougat. I think it was 7.0. And by the end of it, it's actually now on Oreo. Let me pull up the actual version number here. So it's on Android 8.0.0 and with the June 1st, 2018 security patch. So when it started off, it was that there was probably I think there was three updates after I turned the phone out. So this thing must not have been used very much at all if it, if it had that many updates, because I think it started with August 2017 security updates and on Android Nougat. So naturally, when it was updating, I mean, the phone was hot and it was, you know, draining the battery and stuff like that. So I, I kept myself calm during that. And I said, OK, let's get through all this. Let's let the device settle in. You know, let's let everything get set up and let's just make sure that everything's done updating. You're giving it a fair shake, you know, after that. So, you know, the first day or two or first day was just updating and the battery life uh, did get much uh, considerably better after that. So still not great. And and here's the thing that I have with flagship devices and and between and the reason I generally or one of the reasons I like to go towards budget devices is when you're using the device, the battery drain is just so, you know, it's I, I don't know, it's the idea that the battery just gets drained big time while you're using the device on a flagship device. And I know this is kind of an obvious thing. I mean, the processor is a lot, you know, it's highly powered. There's a lot, you know, a lot more hardware and things to power and run. So naturally, the battery is going to run out quicker. And there is a 3300 milliamp hour battery in this. But to me, a you know, 
uh, again, this this is all my perspective. I just want to make sure that that's very, very clear. This is all me. I mean, I'm coming off, you know, of a Moto E4 Plus, which had a 5000 milliamp hour battery, a much more low powered processor, a Snapdragon 400 series processor, a 720p screen, you know, so that thing just basically sipped at the battery. So it's a bit of a, a change for me to try and use a flagship device day to day, especially when I'm holding it and, and using it and doing things and scrolling and through apps and, and stuff like that to see the battery go down and the phone get hot. To me, it's not an advantage <laughs> in a flagship device. Obviously, it's so much more powerful. The camera's so much better. And there's, a, you know, all around performance is great um, on this LG G6 so far. So that is not, you know, I'm going to keep giving it a fair shake as far as battery life goes, because I know that it's just the way that it is. But anyway, so yeah, so there's a little bit of shock and, and change and, and habit change for the battery. So and I'm still kind of up in the air as to whether or not that's something I'm willing to compromise on. But uh, with that said, the camera on it is so is really great. I I had the LG G5 for a little bit and I love the wide angle camera on that. I just had the Moto X4 that had the wide angle. Uh, but the cameras, that's one of the biggest differences, I think, between a budget device. One one of the biggest differences is that the camera is so much faster on a flagship device. And because of that processor and and everything that it can do, you know, much quicker, much faster, all of the, the bells and the whistles that they can add on because it's capable, you know, so you the shutter speed and, and just everything is is very, very quick on the LG G6. It's probably the quickest one that I've ever used personally. So and keep in mind, I'm, you know, I'm a budget person. But very happy with the camera on it. It takes great photos quickly, and I've had no issues with it so far. There's a ton of features in the in the camera app, a ton of modes that you can set it in, and I'm, I want to try try some of those out. You know, I'm really not a huge photo taker. I'm not really much of a mobile photographer. As much as I want to be, I just never end up taking as many photos or you know testing things out as much as I want to but it's nice to see those options in there and you know if I could somehow work them into my daily photo taking maybe that would be you know maybe I would be more on board with that stuff really that that's part of the the reason why I don't I want to try and give this flagship a fair shake but we'll see how if, if I have one too many freak out moments about you know the battery life or you know different things like that uh, who knows how much longer I'll last but uh, thanks to Frank Neathart for reaching out on Twitter and telling me or suggesting that I put the or set the aspect ratio in the camera to 16.9 instead of the default 18.9 because the screen is 18.9 and the, he says that the 16.9 or I should say that the 18.9 is just okay so the camera takes a 16.9 photo and then just crops it into an 18.9 so I imagine that it crops off some of the top and the bottom to make that 18.9 photo so he suggests putting the camera in 16.9 and I actually had it on 4.3 yeah the 4.3 aspect ratio ratio just because I it and the wide angle it actually that's you can get the most in the shot on 4.3 with the wide angle camera I was testing that out the other night so 
yeah, I, I just keep it set to four, three. I, I used to, to just do 16, nine and all my camera aspect ratio, but I'm kind of leaning more towards four, three because I, it seems, I mean, in the settings, the four, three is usually the highest megapixel setting. So that's usually what I've been setting it at lately. Uh, so yeah, thanks Frank for reaching out and letting me know about that. Okay, so moving on, the display on the LG G6 has been really nice so far. No complaints there. Like I said, it's running on Android 8.0 uh, Oreo. I haven't had any issues with the storage so far. It's got 32 gigabytes on of ROM and 4 gigabytes of RAM. I haven't had any issues with that. And again, that's mostly because I'm coming from the budget world. So those are more than adequate for my needs. And I also have a 64 gigabyte SD card in there to store music. And that's where I just put all the photos and such after they're taken. The speaker on it is really good, too. I mostly use it for listening to podcasts, and it's perfect for that. It gets well loud enough, and I can, it's a bottom facing speaker. So, I, you know, when I walk around the house and listen to a podcast, I just point the speaker up out of the pocket and I can hear it just fine. And so that's the no complaints with the speaker. It's nice and clear. It doesn't get too distorted. It's not tinny. There's a little bit of, you know, fidelity to it. So uh, speakers uh, gets a thumbs up in my book. And of course, the LG G6 has a headphone jack, which is nice because I don't have any Bluetooth headphones. Well, no, you know, that's not that's not true. I do have a a pair of cheapy Bluetooth in-ear headphones. Uh, they're connected to each other by a wire. And so I uh, don't really use those too much because they, they're, like I said, they're cheapy. So they've got about a four-hour battery life, which isn't too bad. But I just, you know, I kind of stored them in a bin somewhere. Not the bin like garbage, but just in a in a storage bin. <laughs> and I'm, I just never think to even pull them out. So, yeah, the headphone jack just... You know, it's just kind of how I work right now. But overall, I've been pretty, pretty happy with it. Uh, like I said, the battery life is really just the one thing that I <laughs> it just always. I mean, if you've listened to the show for a little while, you know that I've I'm always harping on battery life and for my devices. And that's this isn't any different, but I'm really, really trying to to give it a fair shake here. And so. I think I may get in a cheap wireless charger, uh, one that does fast charging. I, I have one that I, I have a cheap wireless charging pad that I use for my Lumia 950. And I put the LG G6 on it and it is <laughs> it might as well not even be charging. Um, if you are doing if I'm listening to anything on the phone, like a podcast or anything it, that uses enough power to not charge up the device while it's on the pad so if anything it's keeping it even and where it is so i i think i definitely need a a fast charging chi wireless pad for it but it's nice to have that option so we'll see i was looking at an anchor one on ebay Uh, if anybody has any suggestions for a good fast wireless charger that would be uh, great and i really appreciate any suggestions on that because i'm not really sure which one would be the best and I'm not looking to spend a ton you know I don't need one that's wood and gold and and stuff like that just something basic that's flat on the desktop that I can just lay it on uh, nice and simple 
And so that's kind of why I was looking at that anchor one because it meets that those requirements. So, but I also use the always on display on the LG G6. Uh, it's nice, you know, it's a nice thing to have. I kind of like how Motorola does their their kind of sleeping display, whatever you want to call it on Motorola. So I don't know if I necessarily want it on all the time if it's laying on my desk. I kind of would like a a timeout for it, you know, like like a, you know, two minute timeout or something like that. I know it goes off when it goes in my pocket and you can set uh, night hours for it. So it's not on on your your bedside. So that's nice. And I do not I did notice, too, that they being LG have in the Oreo update finally. And I am the LG Q6 when I had that in. They have a night mode, but they call it comfort view, I believe it is. And on the LG Q6, and even on this LG G6 in NuGet, they let you just manually toggle on and off this night view. So essentially, it block you know it blocks out the blue light that it emits, and the screen kind of looks orangish, you know, or it starts to t- lean that way just to keep the blue light from keeping you awake or whatever it does to your brain, <laughs> you know, so uh, but either way, you could only manually toggle it on and off on the Q6 and the G6 on NuGet. So I noticed that the finally on the Oreo update on the LG G6, you can set it to automatically come on at a certain time. So I set it up, you know, to come on at whatever, eight o'clock at night, and then it turns off at like seven in the morning or something like that. So that's nice. Uh, That's something that's been on the Moto devices that I've had that where you can put it on a schedule so you can, you know, get to sleep if you're scrolling through Twitter in bed or whatever. (laughs) So uh, it's nice to see that, too. I'm glad that the that was one of the happy things that I saw found in the Oreo update. Uh, I I feel like the Oreo update is actually really good on the LG G6. Um, It's been a joy to use it. And I do think that, you know, Android is definitely improving on itself over over time. I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about trying out the eventually. I don't know if the G6 will get it, but how eventually in, in Android Pie they have the the swipe stuff instead of the home buttons. Uh, that's the probably the least descriptive way to put what they've replaced the navigation with. But... I will say that Android has improved uh, version on version. And I'm, you know, every time I'm like, ah, I don't need Oreo, you know, or I'm, I can, I'll be fine with a device with Marshmallow on it, you know. Then I upgrade to, you know, f- try out the next version of Android. And I'm always really impressed by, by the stuff that they added, stuff that makes sense uh, in the long run. So, like the, in Oreo, the, in the YouTube app now, they do have a floating window <laughs> for YouTube where you can if you hit the if you're watching a YouTube video, you hit the home button or navigate anywhere else there outside of YouTube. There's a floating window with the YouTube video in it, which is pretty cool. And the fact that they're finally making that kind of available to everyone, because I think it was part of YouTube Red and the premium YouTube stuff before that so it's pretty cool that they've included that it's a nice feature and i I know that maps does it on oreo too i'm not sure what other apps kind of work with that pop-out window or pop-up whatever you want to call it (laughs) the pop-out display thing 
So, okay. So anyway, <laughs> I, I kind of, uh, didn't mention it, but I, the LG G6 going, g- talking about that was kind of the main part of my, the show today. So that's no links really for anything. Um, I'll try and link to what I've talked about, but I think next week I'm going to talk a little bit about my preference for podcast apps on Android and Windows 10 Mobile, because those are the two platforms that I use. Uh, I kind of wanted to go into it today, but I want to do a little bit more thinking about it. I didn't want to (laughs) just go too much off the cuff with it. But um, yeah, I'm definitely going to come back with my preferences for podcast apps on those platforms. So if you have a favorite podcast app that you use uh, before next week, if you want to let me know, I'll check it out and see <laughs> if it dethrones what I have or my suggestions. But I definitely have my my preferences. So and spoiler, it's uh, not Pocket Casts <laughs> on Android. So uh, not that I have anything against Pocket Casts, but I'll go into more detail hopefully next week. So. All right. So uh, this one wasn't as long as as. Uh, the other ones, but uh, you know, I kind of just wanted to talk about that G6 a little bit because you know it's a new device. I like LG's interface, which I probably should have mentioned in the main part of the show. But yeah, the the LG's interface, uh, it's a good thing too. So yeah, this episode's been a little bit shorter, but um, I appreciate you tuning in as always. So I hope that you enjoyed this. <laughs> I oh, and I also this week, and this is kind of not really related at all to. Uh, design or technology, but maybe in some way it is. I mean, you can always tie stuff back to that easily. I was trying to this week <laughs> just kind of going off on a, a YouTube rabbit hole, which I seem to be going down a lot of those lately, but I was looking at videos of the rules and how to play cricket, you know, cricket. <laughs> uh, so I I don't know why, but um, I've heard you know, on various UK podcasts, uh, them talking about cricket. And so it's not the it's not a a sport that you see every day over here in the US. So I don't I don't know that I've ever seen anybody play cricket in person here in the US. So uh, it's something a sport that I didn't know very much about. And so I went down a YouTube rabbit hole of trying to figure out what's up with cricket. So it's it was really cool and really interesting. So I'm on the you could say I'm a noob as far as uh, knowing anything about cricket, but I'm definitely going to keep exploring that. So if anybody has any resources for or, you know, things where I can because what I couldn't find was uh, an entire cricket match. And now I know there's different types of, you know, of lengths of cricket matches, but I was just looking for any length of or any cricket match that I could watch in its entirety to kind of, you know, learn and apply everything, all these videos that are teaching me how cricket works and the rules and the strategies and and stuff like that. So I'm always interested in trying to to learn about different sports and stuff like that because I just felt like learning about it because I know a lot of people uh, watch and play cricket uh, throughout the world. And so I'm not so narrow minded that I think, you know, all of the American sports are the end all be all of, you know, physical activity and, and competition. So I do enjoy them. But uh, yeah, so I 
I was been looking into cricket. So it's still very odd to me, I'll be honest. But, you know, I'm sure once I kind of get my head around it some more, it'll be more interesting and fun. So uh, I'm going to go find 21 friends and 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 start a cricket game you know, in the park by my house. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, visit pixelswim.com for all these show notes and social links. If you want to follow along, any feedback you want to leave is always appreciated. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into episode 34. So we're going to go into 35 next week. Um, yeah, no significance there, but <laughs> uh, just happy to be still doing this. So thanks again for tuning in. Have a great afternoon or evening or brunch or dinner or uh, whatever meal it is when you're listening to this. So thanks again and Godspeed. Godspeed.